Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And today we have with us our good friend Anupia. Hello guys. She is from the RIPD episode, if you've heard that one before. It's a really good one, so you should. You Aww. should. <laughs> Go listen to it now. <laughs> yeah, come back. Yeah, come back. We'll be here all day. <laughs> if you're new here, we are a podcast that talks about bad movies, so you don't have to. We roast the movies. We toast them. And we're going to have a lot of fun doing all that to the movies. <laughs> doing all that. Mm-hmm. All those two things. We're going to do them. All that and no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Anupia, today's movie, if you've seen the title, is Tammy starring Melissa McCarthy. Yep. Why'd you pick this movie? I love Melissa McCarthy. I loved her in The Heat, which came out, I think, a year before Tammy. Mm. Um, and Amy, one of the wonderful hosts of this wonderful podcast, mm-hmm. has given me a selection of movies to choose. Oh, yeah. And Three whole movies. Yes. All starring <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I thought that you really liked her. Yeah, I do. I'm just... I just... I, do. I know, but like... <laughs> I thought you were like really into the like oh like oh, yeah. obsessed like like stan accounts on <laughs> like, Twitter no 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 not that far but I thought you like regular like watched most or all of her movies oh, no. or something like that I just like her from the heat I and, don't know why maybe you talked about the heat once or something and I got in my head <laughs> you know what it's fine and that one Jimmy Fallon performance where she sings that oh lip sync lip sync one yeah. So anyway, she's awesome and Tammy seemed like the movie that would least kill my brain cells. Yeah. So there here we are. <laughs> That's pretty fair. Yeah. I think the first and only other thing I've seen her in is Gilmore Girls, where she's like a totally uh, different she character. She Gilmore Girls. I haven't seen Gilmore Girls. Oh, she plays like the most quiet, reserved, like really? sweet girl. Yeah. Is that the only time she's played yeah, a character pretty much. like that? Yeah. Pretty much. I think I've only seen her in Bridesmaids other than this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so two movies. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, if you guys have not heard of Tammy, I have a little summary here from IMDb, and it says, After losing her job and learning that her husband has been unfaithful, a woman hits the road with her profane, hard-drinking grandmother. And that's kind of all it is, to be honest. It's just like a road trip. Yeah, kind of, but it doesn't really, like, it. it's a lot about the road trip, but it isn't really about the road trip. You know what I'm saying? Are we going to get deeper here? Yeah, we're going to get deeper here. I have so many points to bring up about... From my end, this is going to be mainly roasting the Mm. movie. I'll leave the toasting to uh, Anupia because... I kind of like the movie. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to have fun. Yeah. So we're all here. That's why we're all here together. But yeah, I don't know. It felt like the road trip should have been bigger even though it was like the background of the movie like they should have had more focus on the destination which was supposed to be Niagara Falls but that felt kind of like an afterthought do you know what I they mentioned it at the beginning and we're gonna go over the movie in more depth in a bit but they mentioned at the beginning we're gonna go to Niagara Falls and I completely forgot that's where (laughs) they were going until the last like two minutes where they're like well we better go to Niagara Falls now yeah I was like oh yeah that was the point of this movie (laughs) But we're going to, as Ashley said, we're going to get into that in more detail. But first, we have a little drinking game, as always, for you guys. So exciting. (laughs) And our drink today, because it happens a lot in this movie, is the car crash. And I'm going to tell you real quick how to make it. So you're going to need peach liqueur, amaretto, sour mix, orange juice, grenadine, and ice. So you pour some ice into your glass. 30 milliliters peach liqueur, 30 amaretto, 70 sour mix, and 70 orange juice, and then add a dash of grenadine syrup and stir. 
And that's your car crash, guys. Insert sound effect. Of the car crash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> and to go along with that, we have a couple points for a drinking game that you can play uh, along if you want to watch the movie or if you want to drink along to the podcast. We sometimes try to shout out drink whenever these things come up in our breakdown, but most of the time we just forget. So <laughs> if you remember, go ahead. Yeah. So if you are going to watch the movie, just listen to our points, pause this, watch it, and then come back and hear our thoughts because there will be spoilers. Although there's not really much <laughs> to it's, be It's what you movie. think it is. Yeah. Like, Anupia and I were talking before, and a lot happens, but also nothing happens yes. in this movie. <laughs> so what's your first point, Ashley? My first point is whenever Tammy, the main character, Melissa McCarthy, doesn't know who a famous person is... Really? Someone will be like, oh, you know that guy, Jake Gyllenhaal? And she'll be like, who's Jake Gyllenhaal? It I happens have literally not noticed once. I have not noticed once. What? Yeah. Who are the people that she doesn't know? Yeah. Oh, oh God. You know what? That's the power <laughs> of pause. I, I really do. Wow. There was like two singers that the I had never brothers? heard. Yeah. I don't know. But who... she knew who they were. At first she didn't. <laughs> and then she got reminded she, by the she grandma. She knew who one of them was. Mm. The famous one. And then the not famous one, she didn't know. And then when they got to the park... It was like the name of a famous person, and she mispronounced it. Oh, Mark Twain! Okay, I thought you were going crazy a little bit, but no, no, no that's a good one. That's fine. <laughs> Mine is uh, whenever you see an animal, <laughs> any animal. Nice. Yeah, an animal in places it shouldn't be. Basically, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> Not like a pet, like a dog or a cat. No, like we're wild. We're talking wild animals, like deer. I guess raccoons are wildlife. Oh, jeez. Uh, what's your next one? My next point is whenever the whenever the grandma yeah. just says something rude AF. Oh. Yeah. Kind <laughs> so, of the like whole the movie. Whole... <laughs> but whenever you're like, that was rude. Like, especially rude. In the, yeah, like, to the T. Um, I have, to go along with our drink, I have every time someone crashes a car or damages a vehicle of any kind. Yes. Mm. My last one is whenever Tammy's weight is mentioned. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was a whole issue. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, my last one is whenever either Tammy or the grandma or both intentionally knock something over. Intentionally. Intentionally. Yeah. Okay. yeah, like usually they'll be fighting with someone who works at a store, oh. and then they'll just like <laughs> knock over a display case. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. It's like, fuck you. These are good points. Yeah. Uh, Anupia, do you have any any more to add? Like points? Yeah. I was gonna say drink whenever the grandma gets drunk. She gets drunk a bunch. Oh (laughs) boy! We should mention before you choose that one. uh, The grandma's an alcoholic, so (laughs) minor detail. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can get drunk with her. Yeah. Oh, this is like an interactive movie, right? You just, whenever Tammy knocks Don't the crash door. a car. We do not condone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, they, they drink and drive in this one. We don't recommend you doing that. Yeah. But whenever Tammy just knocks something over, you knock something over. Whenever <laughs> the grandma takes a little a little swig, you take a little swig. You want to destroy a close family relationship? Go right ahead. <laughs> Should we talk about the cast? Because there's a pretty good cast in this movie. Surprisingly. I know. But most of the people in this movie are are only there for, like, other than Tammy and the grandma, are are there for, like, five minutes or less. Yeah. (laughs) So we have, as we mentioned, Melissa McCarthy playing Tammy. 
We have Susan Sarandon playing Pearl, her grandma. Uh, we have Alice and Janney playing her mom. Dan Aykroyd for like two seconds playing her dad. <laughs> <laughs> we have like a bunch of other people. Sandra Oh is in it. Uh, Tony Collette is in it. Her husband. real life husband. Yeah. Ben Falcone's in it. Uh, Melissa McCarthy's husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it for like a a little cameo. But yeah, I don't know. Um, there's it, a lot of people. It was kind of like person after person would like pop up in little random scenes. I'd be like, oh my, God, I know them, and then another person <laughs> yeah. would come up and be like, oh. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of strange for a movie that was seemed so small to me. Uh huh. You know what I mean? It like, seemed yeah. low budget. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt like those people, like, they just asked their friends to come on and it didn't really <laughs> serve a purpose in the narrative. Like, oh, we don't really need to see these people ever again. So why mm. are they here? <laughs> also, did I read the opening credits wrong? Was this movie produced by Will Ferrell? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Who was oh his God. regular uh, writing or producing partner? I'm not sure. They did like the other guys, Anchorman, damn, all kinds of stuff together. Step Brothers. Um, yeah, and now the smash hit Tammy. And now the smash hit Tammy. I'm surprised though <laughs> that Will Ferrell didn't have a cameo in this <laughs> movie. But yeah, it seemed like everyone else in Hollywood did. <laughs> <laughs> So now we're going to go a bit more in depth into what happens specifically in the movie, which, as Amy and Anupia already said, is kind of not much, <laughs> but, you know, we'll do our best. Yeah. So the movie starts off with a shot. Mm-hmm. For you, not for Tammy. <laughs> you take a shot because it starts off with a car crash. Kind of. Like, her car breaks down. I'd count that as a crash. Yeah, okay. She, like, a deer runs into it, and then it breaks down. Uh-huh. That's a crash. Okay, that's it's, true. It's a collision. <laughs> uh, she's just having the worst day of her fucking life. Her car breaks down. She goes to work. Uh, her husband plays the boss. The boss dude. Have y'all seen, I think it was Horrible Bosses 2. Mm. Have, mm-hmm. uh, With Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. It might have been the first one. Colin Farrell is in one of them. And he has this look going on that reminded me of Melissa's husband, <laughs> where he has a comb over, goatee combo, and he looks like a sleaze bag. <laughs> it just reminded me of that. Oh, no. Um, her boss is also kind of a sleaze, mm-hmm. so that that makes sense. And he fires her when she gets in late or something, and he fires her if she throws a fit and knocks some stuff over. That's two shots in the first five minutes for you. Oh, yeah. She comes to work with a bloody nose, and he's like, oh, you look like shit. <laughs> because that's a perfectly acceptable way to treat a co-worker. <laughs> yeah, and then one of her co-workers is like, oh, man, you should, like, go to the hospital. And she's like, I know, right? And the boss is like, hey, man, go back to work. <laughs> what are you doing? Just chit-chatting? Uh, yeah, he's a douchebag. What's are there like rules for employers to follow workplace um hazards or something? Mm. Like if your employee if your employee gets injured in the place of work, I mean they're she held accountable. Injured in the place of work. She works in some <laughs> kind of like McDonald's ass yeah. Jack in the Box type place. Yeah. But she wasn't like injured in the restaurant. Oh, that's probably that. But also she had a bloody nose, so it could have like contaminated. She didn't even shit. try to wipe it, she just wore it like a <laughs> like a Battle scar. <laughs> <laughs> she got to say, oh, oh, this is serious. That's why I couldn't come in early or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse yeah. for yeah, 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 yeah. So then she goes home immediately after getting fired. And she walks in. She opens her door into a nice house. Thinks it's going to be a, okay after being fired. Um, and walks in on her husband uh, cheating on her. He's having dinner 
with some other girl. The neighbor. The neighbor. <laughs> Can I just say, the synopsis I read of the movie said she walks in, catches her husband in a compromising position. Now I'm expecting people are at least in base two. But yeah. they were literally sat next to each other having dinner. I'm like, that's not that compromising. Also, it was like the middle of the day. Like, that'd be a lot It could just yeah. be, yeah, a friend coming over. She just yeah. assumed he was cheating, I mean, which was correct. Yeah. But she assumed. But there are also <laughs> candles on the table. And oh. it was also, like, daylight outside. <laughs> so, like, I don't think you would light candles just for a friend. a friend coming over. And she did say that the husband never made her dinner before. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that he made some other girl dinner, she was like, mm-hmm. um, mm, what's going on here? Yeah. Although, question about the timing in this. Yes. Right? Because she has her work at the fast food place. Uh-huh. The time it took her to leave her house, drive to her work, she got hit by a deer, yeah, granted. That didn't take very long. No. <laughs> but she got into work, got fired, and immediately went home. And uh, in that time, the husband... Made dinner. Made ate dinner. <laughs> <laughs> he made this whole gourmet dinner, set up a romantic <laughs> setting with candles and everything. The other girl came over, sat down, they're having a conversation right in the middle of dinner. And then Tammy gets home? <laughs> like, does she work at like 6 p.m. or something? Also, um, why aren't those two at work, too? It's the middle of the fucking day. The husband and the Is neighbor. Is he a stay-at-home husband? I mean, he's not very We've good at it. We've never seen he... him gone to, going to work. That's he, true. But he never, like, makes dinner. He doesn't, like, what does he do? Like, there's not really any evidence. <laughs> He's not a good one if he is. I like that the guy's the one-dimensional character here. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. All of them are. All of them are. <laughs> So Tammy gets uh, real mad, which is fair. So she decides to go over to her mom's house, which is right next door. Literally right next door. That was so funny. <laughs> that was one of the parts I'm like, this movie's actually funny. Because <laughs> she packs her giant suitcase, goes, I'm leaving. Literally crosses the lawn, goes, Mom, are you home yet? Open the door. <laughs> I have to admit, that part... I did laugh. <laughs> that was one of the very few. <laughs> yeah, and then her mom lets her in. She's bitching about her day to her mom. The grandma, who also lives in the house, overhears everything. And when Tammy's like, I'm leaving. I'm gonna get out of this stupid town. The grandma's like, me too, bitch. <laughs> come with you. <laughs> and she's like, not having it. She's like, grandma, nah, you can't come. I just want to steal your car and get out of here. And the grandma's like, I got lots of money. And Tammy's like, okay, bitch, you can come along. <laughs> but here's my kind of an issue with the casting of the grandma. Not that I don't love Susan Sarandon. I love her. She was great in a lot of movies. But Allison Janney, who plays a mom, is currently 59 years old. <gasps> And Susan Sarandon is 72. Also, Susan Sarandon looks much younger. Like, they look like they could have been the same age. Her skin is so great. I, I was know. Just Susan Sarandon's skin, like, there's many close-ups of her, like, hands and feet, which are supposed to wrinkle first. But those were prosthetics, her feet. You're kidding. Yeah. Oh, So wow. those were her real feet. They, they spent like, money on this? On oh, all the wow. time. Yeah. But Susan Sarandon looks so young, right? Yeah. Why... I was just wondering why didn't they get an older actress instead of doing extra to like dye her hair and make her look old and she put like peppers in her shoes to make her walk funny like an old lady with swollen ankles or something. But like imagine 
We could have had Maggie Smith. We could have <gasps> had <Smith>. Betty White. <laughs> oh, we could have had, had Betty White. Yeah. Like, wow. this would have been so much funnier with Betty White. That's true. <laughs> um, I agree. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I love Susan, but in this one, I feel like there could have had a Betty different... White, man. Yeah. Like, she did seem like they kept saying over and over, like, oh, Grandma, you're going to die soon. You're so old. But she looks so fucking healthy, and she could walk, like, real good. <laughs> When's my girl going to drop a skincare routine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of, yeah, moisturizer is she using? Because I need to pick some up. (laughs) So they decide that they're going to have some fun on their little road trip to Niagara Falls. That's, like, where they're supposed to be going, but you kind of forget, Tammy didn't really have a destination in mind. Also, the mom mentioned that Tammy kind of does this regularly. Like, every year she tries to leave their shitty little town. It's a pattern. Yeah. (laughs) But then uh, she always eventually comes back, like, not very long after. Uh, but Tammy's grandma has always wanted to go to Niagara Falls because her dad said, oh, Niagara Falls is, like, the best. You should see it. And she's never seen it. So that's why, that's where they're going to go. I just wanted to say, also, <laughs> uh, it would have been better if Tammy had a destination in mind, too, not just Niagara Falls. Because, like we mentioned at the beginning, there weren't really... Like, it's easy to forget that they wanted to go to Niagara Falls. They should have mm-hmm. mentioned it, like, in the middle at some point. Yeah. And there's, like, not really any stakes because if we don't know where they're going, it doesn't really matter if they achieve their goal or Mm -hmm. not. Also, it's just a a clear objective, which is, like, you should have that in your movie so people know what's gonna, what's gonna go down. But I feel like there's more potential for, uh, tension and, uh, development if Tammy had a better objective herself because... If there was a scene, for example, where she had to choose, they could only go to one of the places, the place where her grandma wanted to go or the place where she wanted to go. Mm. They could have shown her, like, choosing where her grandma wanted to go because she knows her grandma's going to die and her being, like, selfless and considerate, which we don't ever see in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. She's just, like, going out of town just to go out of town. It felt kind of mm, not, like, a very strong goal. You know? I feel like that would have been nice. I like your idea of her having to, to choose. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. Only it would reveal more about or... herself if she chose yeah. what she chose. Mm-hmm. If there was a choice. Tammy doesn't seem to have much of a direction, like, at all in this movie. So does the movie. <laughs> oh, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> but she's just kind of going with whatever happens, really. Mm-hmm. Like, they're supposed to go to Niagara Falls, and then they take a detour to wherever, and she's like, okay. <laughs> <We're> okay. <laughs> The grandma wants to go get some action. She's like, okay. She's just, Guess yeah. we're doing this now. Yes, so. <laughs> Which was like us watching the movie. Guess this is where it's going. <laughs> so, yeah, they take a whole bunch of detours. They go cow tipping. They do some ski doing. Right? Uh-huh. That's a verb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They break the ski do. Yeah. And they have to buy it. The oh, jet ski. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the fuck's a ski do? <laughs> <laughs> Jet is it not ski. called? It's I called ski so. do, right? I think so. That's what I've been calling it, so I hope it's right. <laughs> the jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> so they buy it because they broke it, and they hook it to the back of the truck they car they've been driving around, mm-hmm. uh, which is important for later. <laughs> and later they decide to go to a bar to, like, pick up some guys, because now Tammy is still technically married, but also is looking for love. 
Yeah, it's only been three days or something. <laughs> She's ready to move on. Also, pause. Is it normal for grandma and granddaughter to go looking for love together? Is that normal um, in any culture? Have any of y'all <laughs> went out on a night on the town with your grandma looking for some action? Can't say I have. Neither have I. Ashley. Well. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wish. <laughs> Girl, you scared me. I thought that we were going to spill some tea today. I guess not. <laughs> but they did seem, like, super close to each other. Like, Tammy was talking about... They seemed like sisters. Like, that guy thought yeah. they would be. Well, <laughs> I mean... I think he was kidding. <laughs> yeah, so, uh... They meet these two guys. A dad and a son. Earl, the dad. And Bobby, the son. And... Earl and the Grand Earl and Pearl. Ooh. They spent a lot Ooh. of time on these names in this movie. <laughs> Earl and Pearl immediately hit it off. Bobby and Tammy are kind of like zoinks, man. <laughs> our our uh, parents and grandparents are just like making out in front of us. I guess this is our life now. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> at some point in the night, Earl and Pearl go out to the car. To get her done. That whole scene. And Bobby and Tammy are just sitting on the car while they do it inside. <laughs> the and car's like, like shaking. I'm they like, shake with the car and everyone's just like, oh, you know, grandma's at it again. It's like, how, how is this normal? Why, why don't they just go back inside? Just leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then later Bobby's like, oh, I have to get home. So obviously he had his own car. He could have left at any point. <laughs> This whole movie is just weird with, like, familial relationships. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, this is, like, it, we find out later, but it's not really important to the plot, so I'm going to say it now. Tammy and her grandma both uh, bonk the same ice cream truck driver man. <laughs> also, the grandma wanted to get with Tammy's dad. dad. Her son-in-law. Zoinks! <laughs> and they just blame it on her alcoholism, and I'm just like, I don't think that's what... It- yeah. But you do you. But. And then later, Tammy's talking to her dad about it, and he's, like, playing it off like, oh, yeah, she just did that to everybody. But I'm like, yeah, but that's still not good. <laughs> it's still horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like, bruh, that's your mom-in-law. Why are you so chill? And at that point, I texted Amy last night being like, white people are so weird. Oh, that <laughs> I was wondering which part. That was the part where right? she admitted to wanting to boink Tammy's oh. dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was really something. <laughs> and then later, the grand people, the grandma, Earl and Pearl, <laughs> go back to some rusty old hotel to bang again. Yeah, and they just fucking lock Tammy outside. She's got to sleep outside the door. But they did give her a blanket. And oh, a pillow. So it's fine. <laughs> but also a raccoon bit her sometime <laughs> in the night, so is it... Ooh, she's gonna turn into Raccoon Girl. <gasps> raccoon Girl. Oh my god. What the would the superpower new... even be? Going through garbage. She Ooh. can find things. Maybe she's like a MacGyver. Like, she goes <gasps> through the garbage, she finds some stuff, she makes some stuff out of oh it. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love her. Oh, also biting. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget that. Her main purpose is to turn everyone in the world to raccoons. As soon as she bites you, you're now a raccoon. Oh, yeah. No cure. She gotta hide in the trash and wait for people to walk past, and then she strikes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Is she a hero or a villain? I'm not not sure. I feel like she's, like, an anti-hero, right? Like, she'd she'd join a Deadpool, (laughs) you know? Can you imagine Ryan Reynolds and Melissa McCarthy? Would Can't be wait for the X Force movie seriously. where we see Melissa as Raccoon Girl. 
So the next day, Bobby, the son, comes to pick up his dad at the hotel. And she's just kind of lying outside. And she mm-hmm. just wakes up normally. She's like, oh my god, have you been outside this whole time? She's like, yeah, those two have locked me out. Again, very casually. Yeah. You should be, like, very sad slash freaking out if, you, like, your family locks you out. Uh-huh. But Tammy's just like, yeah. they're at it again. That's how it is now. That's oh, my Oh, look, life. I'm a raccoon by guy who turns <laughs> some more people into raccoons. Oh, it's daylight. I'm turning into a raccoon. <laughs> How long have you been 17? <laughs> A while. I know what you are. Say it. Say it out loud. Raccoon girl. <laughs> uh, man, that would have been a better movie than this one. Seriously. <laughs> Raccoon girl got to go on a on a road trip to find the raccoon that bit her. <gasps> reverse it. Ooh, but then by the time she gets there, she doesn't want to reverse it. She's <gasps> accepted. <laughs> she knows that she can do more good as raccoon girl than she ever could as a human. What if she also has like a, a little baby raccoon as a sidekick and she carries it around like Jake Gyllenhaal in that ferret video, <laughs> just like flopping around in her hand all the time. <laughs> Uh, I hope you guys have seen the ferret video. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's 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 an episode inside Amy Schumer oh, where yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal just, just greets her with a fucking ferret in his arms. Yeah, he's just like flopping it around. <laughs> <laughs> That's Raccoon Girl in the future. So maybe Will Ferrell will produce our <laughs> too. <laughs> TM, guys. TM. 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 <laughs> but sadly... Uh, Raccoon Girl and Bobby must say goodbye after Bobby picks up his daddy. Ooh, right. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, let's uh, take that back a bit. It's not his daddy anymore. It's uh, Grandma's daddy. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> grandma got herself a daddy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so Tammy and the Grandma argue a bit, and uh, Tammy drives off. They just have a little argument. Tammy gets mad, drives off in the car, and leaves the Grandma behind at the hotel. But then, like, immediately comes back, you know. Here's, uh, here's the thing. So, I think they're at a diner, right? Mm-hmm. They're it's at like a, a diner, they have a big fight, she's yeah. like, why did you let me sleep outside? That was gross. Also, I got fucking bit by a raccoon. I have all these fucking responsibilities now as a raccoon girl, I can't handle that. <laughs> anyway, they have a big fight, and she leaves the grandma at the diner. And then on the way to wherever she's going, um, her mom calls and is like, oh, Tammy, your grandma didn't take any of her meds. She's going to die or something. <laughs> Tammy's like, oh, shit. Or is that now? Or is yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's now. Um, and Tammy's like, oh, shit. And here's what I thought would happen. I thought Tammy would go back to the mom's house to get the meds because that sounded pretty fucking important. Like, she was being real urgent about it, even though they've been gone for, like, two days at this point. She's not been taking her meds for two days. Um, I thought Tammy was going to go back and get them, mm-hmm. but, uh, no. She doesn't. The whole reason she, like, turns around is because her mom called and was like, oh, your grandma's off her meds, and Tammy's like, oh, shit. So she turns back around and just, like, apologizes to the grandma in the diner. Like, that's not gonna fix any of the problems. Why yeah. you turned around? Your grandma's dying, yo. Apology <laughs> ain't gonna fix her. <laughs> she goes to the doctor's, doctor's like, oh, yeah, she just needs a good old-fashioned sorry. She's all good to go. <laughs> There's like, a reason our healthcare system's so great. Because yeah. sorry's heal... Actual wounds, guys. <laughs> hey, man, I was, I was skiing last night. I broke my leg. Oh, yeah, that's just going to take about 20 stories to fix. <laughs> that's like when you go to a confession. Not that I'm a <laughs> And the priest is like, oh, you got to say five Hail Marys and you're all good. 
Except when you have five saris. Five saris, and you should heal in no time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they still like don't get her meds though. No, <laughs> and apparently she's on a lot of them. So yeah, I think the movie's trying to make the audience be like, "Oh, this is a moment," but they fuck up the logic of it. Like it doesn't yeah. make sense if you just say sorry. The audience is not gonna be like, "Oh, we're gonna be like, where are the meds?" <laughs> yeah, where are the meds? I thought they were gonna stop off at a pharmacy. Maybe try to get the mom to read the prescription on the phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, something. But no, they just never address it. Also, um, after she says sorry, it's at like a convenience store across from where the diner was, and they get into this big argument with these with these two teenagers because uh <laughs> the grandma said she would buy beer for the teenagers and the teens are like, give us our beer and Tammy's like, What the fuck? No. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I actually love this scene. Because Tammy goes, who are you to swear in front of my grandma, you little shit? (laughs) (laughs) Melissa McCarthy is funny. Mm. A plus. And then they get arrested. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah. When they're in the holding cell, that's Mm -hmm. when we find out Pearl tried to get with Tammy's dad. Mm. Tammy's daddy. They just reveal in all all sorts of stuff. (laughs) I think I would like to say on behalf of the audience of this podcast, we will just never say the word daddy. Can I say once more? No. Can I say once more? Okay. We've already done two. We've got to make it a solid three. Hat trick, right? Yeah. Pearl, the grandma, Mm -hmm. only goes after daddies. Oh! In this movie. Tammy's and Bobby's. We don't know if the ice cream man is a father. Um... Thank you. <laughs> was that better? That was better. That was better. <laughs> but he could have been. He looked old enough for it. Yeah. He looked sleazy enough. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know he is, but he could be. <laughs> yeah. That was the last one of Thank this you. podcast. I hope. <laughs> no promises. So the grandma ends up bailing out Tammy, but doesn't have enough money to bail herself out. So Tammy needs, like, $3,000 or something to bail out her grandma. So she decides to fake rob a, a burger place. The, specifically the same chain that she used to work at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she rolls up with her, like, a, a, a bag of the burger Listen, place. this is on top head. level comedy right here. Oh, this by is the way, why I love Tammy. Macklemore is playing in the background. Oh, well, yeah. that's not now. Isn't it? Macklemore plays in the nighttime. Trisha? Yeah. When she's robbing? No. Oh my god, I thought you were saying Macklemore plays in the nighttime. Like, that's just what they play at night on the radio? That's the night song? (laughs) No, there's a whole sequence where Trisha's playing and she's like, I don't know what she's getting ready. I don't remember. Isn't she getting ready to rob them? She's Let's like say she is. The bag on. Yeah, okay. She's like making a fake gun out of another bag, mm-hmm. putting her hand in. It's a solid moment, very danceable. Yeah. I love it. Macklemore, 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 only plays at night. Yeah. Right, Ashley? Yeah, as well, we know. We know this for a fact. We know that <laughs> if you're driving in the car, you know, the sun may be setting. But if you don't hear no Macklemore, it's not nighttime. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Your mom says, hey, go to bed. It's getting late. You're like, mom. I don't hear no thrift shop. <laughs> I don't think so. We ain't popping no tags yet. <laughs> I don't got twenty dollars in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think she is getting okay. ready to rob. Okay. And then she robs it 
in the worst way. She wraps it in a very Canadian way, you know? Yeah. She, like, shows up, she's like, hey, guys. It was a very endearing robbing scene. Yeah. She was just real nice to the people there. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was the sweetest robbery I've ever seen. I mean, I guess. <laughs> did she traumatize the old guy working there? She didn't show <laughs> up the next day? <laughs> she gave him pies. Oh, yeah. There were only two people working at the counter. There was some, like, girl... And then there was this old ass man. <laughs> An old ass man, all he had to do was like put pies in bags. <laughs> so she gets the money, she goes back to the jail to bail her grandma out, but it turns out the grandma already got bailed out. So dun, dun, she doesn't buy money. <laughs> Earl, who is her sugar father. Father. <laughs> her sugar papa. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know kind of a sugar interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a good $3,000 or whatever. He's investing in this grandma. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But later on the news, it turns out they're reporting on the robbery that Tammy just committed, I guess. Tammy and her grandma decided they have to. Oh, she's also wearing the same shirt (laughs) that she robbed. Like, she wouldn't have Nothing bad from this point on would have happened to her. If she was wearing a different shirt, mm-hmm. that's literally all she had to do. Just change it. Then the news says, oh, she's wearing a navy shirt with blah, blah, blah. A on bear it. on it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, maybe I should put on a different shirt. Oh, she's like, oh, okay, cool. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> grandma, how you doing? No meds yet, eh? <laughs> so Tammy and the grandma decide that they have to go return the money. Because now the cops are out looking for Tammy. I don't know, like, what that would do, though. Because she already stole it. She's very Canadian. She just feels guilty. (laughs) It's like that scene from Ant-Man where they catch him, and he's like, No, 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 I wasn't stealing something. I was returning something that I stole before. (laughs) Can you... You can't do that, right? You can't go rob a... Just commit to it. Just if you're going to rob, just take $3,000, like... Get a nice marriage for your grandma. Mm-hmm. Spend yeah. it on the wedding. Yeah, or buy your grandma some meds. Oh yeah, die. <laughs> They'd be expensive in the states. That's true. Nah, she she returned the money, and the grandma like made her return it. But I'm like, bro, why? That's some white people shit. Yeah, like, can I just say, <laughs> if you're not white, you appreciate that you have three thousand dollars. You spend it on actual shit you need. Yeah. You already got away with it. Yeah. I know. I mean, she she would have if she fucking changed her shirt. Because <laughs> here's the thing. They, they decide that they need to uh, destroy the evidence. So they go to see uh, the because grandma's Because the, the public don't know what car she was driving. Yeah, oh, and specifically yeah. that it was uh, dragging a fucking jet ski behind yeah. it. <laughs> so they go see the grandma's cousin, uh, who's Joe from The Office, by yeah. the way. Um, oh my god. <laughs> it is. <laughs> And uh, the grandma helps them destroy the evidence, a.k.a. just blowing up the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then the cousin invites him over for her 4th of July party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go. Also, she's married to Sandra O. Oh. Because why not? <laughs> yeah. Sandra O oh is in this for some reason. <laughs> I personally think she's too good for this movie. Yeah. But was that the only one? How old is Sandra O? Oh? Now I, she's like 54. Really? Oh. She is old. Asian Don't jeans. raisin. Seriously. <laughs> Asian don't raisin. It's true. Damn. She looks like she's 25. Everyone in this movie has such good fucking skin. Though. I know. Like, what? Because when Joe from The Office walked out, and she looks, no offense, Joe, but like, mm, 85, maybe? And then she's like, oh yeah, this is my wife, Sandra O. Oh. 
And then Sandra comes out looking like a 25-year-old model. And I'm yeah. like, um, your wife? Don't you mean your daughter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. We got a lot of age difference. Mm. Yeah, there's so much yeah, age yeah. difference stuff going on. Not, I don't know how to feel about that. Not only D, also some mommy, too. Ooh. Okay, don't <laughs> make me ban mommy now. <laughs> some mama. You get some, some hot mamas. No, no, no. You get two more uses of the word mommy. Okay, starting I gotta, now. You gotta use save them. them. You gotta use them later on when y'all yeah. don't expect it. <laughs> Just like the slap from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, you gotta, oh no. yeah. Nobody's gonna see it coming. <laughs> you gotta make a song too for when I use it. Episode where he goes to like some fucking dojo to learn how to do the perfect slap or something. I gotta go to the to the dojo and some sensei's gotta teach me when and where to use the M word. The last two M words. <laughs> Would have been a real waste if I just said it right then, huh? So at the party that the cousin uh, is throwing, um, the grandma invited Bobby and the Earl, Earl from earlier. Um, so earlier. Oh <laughs> my lord. <laughs> so, good. Bobby and Tammy talk some more. Because, of course, Earl and Pearl gotta go off and do their nasty shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, Tammy's like, Grandma, I don't want you drinking at this party. You drink too much, we gotta cut that shit down. Mm-hmm. Grandma's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'ma do that. I'm a, Sure, I'ma do that. Blah. Also, they have... What Joe from the office calls yeah. a Viking burial? Uh, yeah. Which I thought they were, they built like a sculpture out of sticks and just burned it on the water. Uh huh. But then later on, the, someone says that they were burning a ski doo? Was that the, the thing from earlier? <laughs> or the jet ski, sorry. So they, they had a raft made out of sticks. Right. Uh-huh. Then they put the ski doo on it. Oh. And then they sent it off into the water. And then usually you have like a crossbow. And with fire on the tip right. to light it in the middle of the water. Like Lord of the Rings. But she just had, like, a fucking spear, and she, she threw it on it. <laughs> same, same difference. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, some Lord of the Rings shit going on up in here. I don't know. Apparently, that's what you do at a lesbian 4th of July party. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> oh, this just reminded me. When um, Tammy and Pearl are in the bar in the beginning before they meet the two guys, uh-huh. they see, like, they hit on two guys who they think are gay, and then uh, Melissa McCarthy, Tammy goes, it's okay, I support your life choice, and I was just like, I understand Ooh. this is a humor thing, but oh my lord. <laughs> a little cringe there. Cringe. Oh no. Yeah. Tammy's from the deep south. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Back to the uh, fireside <laughs> chat that Tammy and Bobby are going to have. Yeah. Oh, first, after the they set that shit on fire, mm-hmm. um, the, the grandma is giving a speech. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I want to thank my cousin for throwing this bomb-ass party. And then she's drunk. And then for no damn reason, she just starts riffing on her own granddaughter. <laughs> she's like, yeah, Tammy is so fat. Like, no wonder she, her husband just... Went off with the neighbor and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> like, um, I thought they just reconciled. And now she's just, like, talking shit about her in front of all these people. Ooh. And this was written by Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone. So both of you guys thought this was okay. Yeah. I know you're trying to be like, fat people deserve love too. But it's like, this is out of nowhere. It, it makes no sense. It's the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Melissa McCarthy. 
McCarthy wrote this for herself, or maybe she improved it, I don't know. But, like, <laughs> Melissa, girl. There's other ways to say your message yeah. that are not problematic. Yeah. And, like, she's kind of uh, putting herself into a box where those are the only kinds of jokes that she makes mm-hmm. about herself mm-hmm. in these movies. Yeah. And she's kind of the same character in all of these movies. <laughs> yeah. Bridesmaids. Um, no, the Heat didn't have any fat jokes. I don't. Re- I don't remember. Like they just never like uh, like said that they yeah. were just like it's just two women. They're going against the patriarchy and mm-hmm. kind of trying to become successful female buddy cops. That so was good. good. This one had so many like fat jokes. I'm just like Melissa, girl, why? <laughs> why are you doing this literally to yourself? <laughs> Do y'all ever wonder how it is whenever they have like a child actor and they need him to be. You know, a little chub, a little overweight. Uh, but then, like, the whole thing about that character is he's getting, like, bullied for being overweight. Oh, my that God. That like, suck, dude. To be, like, an actor there, and your whole character is just, like, people insulting you. That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why people can, like, write that about themselves. And I don't know why Melissa, she has, like, free reign to do whatever she wants. It's her it's movie. It's her movie. So, like, why, like... Girl is funny. We know that. She could have so many other types of jokes instead of fat jokes. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk about how she's the only plus-size person in the whole movie? Uh-huh. Like, we see so much of her family. All of them are, like, skinny. And she's uh-huh. the only plus-size person. Mm-hmm. Like, you would think it's genetic or something. But the fact that there's fat jokes and it's only about her, I'm just like, that's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. She did say, because we mentioned earlier that both she and the grandma, you know, got it on a little with this guy that runs an ice cream truck. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she mentioned at some point that it started out because, you know, she liked the guy or whatever. But then she was just... It ended it. with, because she liked the free ice cream. Yeah, she yeah. wanted free ice cream and she got hooked on Klondike bars or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's... The reason? It was kind of weird to put a reason why she's overweight, though. Yeah. It's like, why, why are you trying to justify? People are just what they are. Yeah. You know? Like, girl, come on. This was in 2014, too, so you can't be like, oh, it was in the early 2000s. It was different then. Nope. This was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if she wanted to have a message for mm-hmm. plus-size people, that she should have had more plus-size people in her movie. Yes. Like, more plus-size actors. Just have... normalize that shit. Just have, like, a yeah. bad couple in the background just having the best time. Yeah. Best time. <laughs> like, she could have done anything. Her husband directed this. Uh, they both produced it. They both mm-hmm. wrote it. Like, girl, come on. So the know. grandma's talking shit now. Yeah, grandma's <laughs> talking shit. Tammy gets real mad, uh-huh. which is justified. Uh, she storms off. So the grandma's cousin, Joe from the office, gives... <laughs> that's her name. Joe from the office. <laughs> gives Tammy a little bit of a talking to next to the lake. Um, that she needs to get, like, her life in order and go after what she wants. So... But she says it kind of in a mean way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like, get your shit together, but not, like, in a tough love way. In a way where you're kind of putting down the person. Yeah. Like, right after her grandma just roasted her. (laughs) Fucking Comedy Central roasted her in front of 200 people or whatever. But she's the only one not laughing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's just like, yo... You're so dumb. Get your shit together. Lazy. And I'm like, what? What's happening? <laughs> if Melissa McCarthy wanted to show that, you know, anyone can be loved, she's not doing a very good job of it. <laughs> nobody talks nicely to her in this movie. So she goes over to have a little chat with Bobby. And um, he's, like, the only nice person. He's that's true. So legit. Like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> And she almost decides to get with him, but then she, she decides that she's... She's still married. Yeah, she's not going to do anything while she's still technically married. So the next day, 
Tammy wakes up on a lawn chair and she finds her grandma asleep on another lawn chair. Um, and she like tries to, to nudge her and wake her up, but the grandma's not waking up. So Tammy thinks she's dead. <laughs> Doesn't check the pulse, nothing. Nah. Just starts crying. <laughs> Doesn't check the breathing. Yep. Uh, just goes inside and she's like, she's dead. And everyone starts freaking out and crying and stuff. And then they go and then they look out the window and grandma's like fucking standing up. No, this is a funny moment because she's still crying and they're like uh, exclaiming with happiness. And she thinks they're crying louder. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and there's like the grandma's over there. <laughs> yeah, grandma is okay. Just her feet are swollen or something. Need them fucking meds. Yeah, get those fucking meds, Tammy. What are you doing? Hashtag meds for grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it turns out the grandma was just sleeping real deep. So the ambulance arrives to take the grandma away, who, like, apologizes a little bit to Tammy, but also is kind of out of it. Yeah, she's like, oh, I said some mean shit last night, right? And Tammy's like, yeah, no, it's fine. And then the ambulance (laughs) goes away. And I'm like, um, that wasn't really, like, a... A closure moment or anything there. She just kind of knew it. Mm-hmm. She knew, like, oh, I was mean. Anyways. Like, what? Let's repress all of this. And Tammy's like, oh, it's cool, it's cool. Like, no, no big deal. You just almost died. Like, I don't really care about that anymore. And then out of nowhere, the cops show up to arrest Tammy for the burglary. Or and she's she- still wearing the same fucking bear shirt. Like, At this point, you deserve to be arrested. Yeah, girl, come on. Like, use your noggin. So Tammy gets taken to jail, but then immediately gets uh, bailed out by her dad this time. Dan Aykroyd, for some reason. I don't know why he's in this movie. You know what's another drinking game point? Yeah. Take a little a little sip, a little drink, whenever someone is in jail but gets bailed out. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Happened uh, twice now. Yeah. Three, or times. Three, three times. Three You're times. Three times. That's three. Three times. Um, she was also in jail for 38 days. What? Ooh. Yeah. Did they say that? I think it said 38 days later. Oof. Um, and that's for holding up a, a store, <laughs> ro- robbing it, and burning all the evidence. I don't know if that last one is actually... <laughs> but it's pretty sus. <laughs> <laughs> You're in jail for being sus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you look sketchy, ma'am, with your bear shirt on, so uh, you're gonna need to come with us. So she was only in jail for 38 days for robbing... In and out burger or whatever it was. <laughs> and then returning the money. And then she wasn't even like that affected by being in jail for 38 days. Her dad's like, oh, how was it? She's like, oh, it was, it was good. Just I couldn't eat the meat because it looked pretty sketch. So, but other than that, like, I mean, not bad. <laughs> this is what I expected on the way to Niagara Falls, which we're going to, by the way. Oh, yeah. By the way, they're supposed to go to Niagara Falls. <laughs> I totally forgot about that again. <laughs> So um, she finally drives home to go live with her mom again. And her mommy? Her <gasps> number two. <laughs> one, one less girl. One, one more. <laughs> I'm sweating. I gotta find the perfect time. <laughs> and the mom? No. Okay. Not falling for your tricks again. <laughs> Tells Tammy that the grandma was admitted to a senior center. So Tammy decides to go break out the grandma, because earlier the grandma was like, I never want to go to a senior center. <laughs> In that voice. Yeah, In that voice exactly. that's how the grandma sounds. <laughs> oh, you don't know Susan Sarandon? She sounds like that. <laughs> so Tammy and the grandma finally actually make up this time. And the movie kind of kind of ends with Tammy and the grandma taking another road trip 
to Niagara Falls. Oh, by the way, the grandma's like totally cool. Just like Tammy was cool with being in jail, the grandma's totally cool with being in the retirement home. She's like, oh yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> like, don't worry, like I've got a boyfriend or a, you know. A father. A father figure. <laughs> <laughs> a sexy father. <laughs> a big D. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. I like it here, so uh, don't even worry about that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tammy's like, peace. We're going to go anyway, because uh, we got to go to Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so they go to Niagara Falls. And all the shots of the Niagara Falls are, like, from the Canada side. Yeah. All the drones they had to film it. The U.S. side was never filmed. There's a shot of them looking at the falls, like, in the Maid of the Mist ride. We're uh-huh. Canadian, so we know yeah, the shit. Yeah, yeah. So close to the Canadian side, and there's a shot of them on the bridge between U.S. and Canada, which I don't think you're allowed to stand on for too long, because that's where customs is. <laughs> so I don't know how they manage that. By the way, Niagara Falls? Scared the shit out of me as a kid. Oh, you <laughs> tell. Was so scary. Why? There's like lots of railings and shit. Yeah, no, but we did the the, the you know how in Niagara. Did Falls, you go on the ferry? The Maid no. of the Mist. Well, I, I think so. We did that thing where you can go like uh, under the falls. Yeah, yeah, and see it like from behind. Oh, okay. Ooh, that was loud as fuck, and that it was scary. scared me so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. never did that. Oh my uh, god. Is that what they did in the movie? Is that the no, same? No, no, no. They yeah, showed yeah. like one shot of it, I think, of like people. You got to wear like these yellow rain uh-huh. coats. Or oh, whatever. that's Maid of the Mist. That's when oh, okay. you you go in like this. The one you did was from behind. Yes, from behind the falls. Yeah. Anyway, this is great for the podcast. <laughs> me doing hand motions. <laughs> All they had to know is you go in from behind. Mm-hmm. Just like that's true, girl. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> or the ice cream man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, also Niagara Falls, like not that great. Okay, that's, I agree. The grandma's like, if I could go anywhere in the world, I just want to see those Niagara Falls, that spilling water. All I want to, like, I love one big water. Slurping <laughs> all up, love one big water, one big lots of juicy drip drop. Oh, she's a thirsty girl. <laughs> but, I mean, besides the fact that Niagara Falls, like, traumatized me as a kid and it scared the fuck out of me. Um, not that great a place. It's fine. Yeah. It's just a waterfall. Maybe we take it for granted. You do. I I (laughs) came here when I was, like, 13, and I remember my parents wanted to go to Niagara Falls. Like, they go there all the time. Because, like, in the movie, she goes, it's like heaven on earth. That's what the impression is to outsiders who come in. Yeah. My parents want to go, like, every fucking year. I'm sick of the place. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. That's completely fair. It's water, okay? It's water. I know. You can, like, go in the bathroom, turn on the sink. By the fourth time, you're like, it's just water. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh, let me run a bath for you. Same fucking thing, and I don't have to leave my house. (laughs) Oh, also, uh, Bobby's uh, there with them in Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Finally, they kiss, even though I thought, like, she didn't want to... A man Start. right now? Yeah. She's she still a man. Yeah. I guess in her uh, 30-some days she was in prison, she also got a divorce from her husband. Oh, because later on, there's an end credit scene, by the way, <gasps> yeah. where now it was like, oh, like what happened after the fact? So mm-hmm. Tammy is now working in the bar where she met Bobby. Uh, she's now with Bobby. Um, she's friends with the girl that she robbed before? Yeah, because <laughs> the girl's like, oh, I have a hot tub in my apartment. So they're just, like, chilling in her hot tub in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess that means she had to tell the girl, oh, I, I robbed you that one time. Yeah. Because she did have a bag over her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she has a house now, right? Yeah. 
And her ex-husband, who was having dinner with some other lady at the beginning, <laughs> now got cheated on with that girl he was having dinner with. Yeah. And it was the most fake cheated on thing. He didn't even look that upset. <laughs> he was just like, oh, you're leaving me. And oh, like, right. Yeah, this man has a business you don't. And it's like a taxi driver dude <laughs> leaning on his car with like a ratty hairstyle. Oh, man. <laughs> You guys are forgetting the funniest end credit scene, which is when Melissa McCarthy, in the beginning, when she's tapping all the burgers to destroy them, make them unservable while she's yeah. quitting, she dunks her head in the burger and her wig falls off. <laughs> Literally, the burger snatched her wig. Oh my lord. <laughs> but that doesn't really count, though. That was a gag reel. That was a gag so reel. So it wasn't, like, part of the movie. But That's um... why it was funny, because it wasn't part of oh, the yeah. movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If it was just an hour and a half of gag reel stuff, yeah. like, I would have loved that. That's all, folks. That's all. All she wrote. <laughs> and now we get to our final thoughts. Yeah, what did, what did we think? <clears throat> oh, I have so many thoughts, guys. So many thoughts? I have so many thoughts. <laughs> the grandma? Let's talk about her. Okay, let's do it. She's a total creep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of, like, she had some... Good lines, I thought. There yeah. were a couple lines where I was like, ooh, that's a good burn. Also kind of funny. But also, <laughs> she's a creep. Yeah. <laughs> Some of my favorite comebacks of the grandma. Oh, yes. I have two specifically yes. I want to mention. Okay. The first one is when uh, Tammy just came back for her after finding out the grandma didn't take her meds. They're at that convenience store where the two kids are like, hey, you supposed to buy us beer. And uh, they have a little kerfuffle. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, side note: I was watching a like a Wired uh, YouTube video or whatever nice. with uh-huh. Will Arnett, and he was talking about Canadian slang. And apparently, kerfuffle is a Canadian word. Really? Wow. Yeah, I guess they don't have that in another language. Anyway, I use kerfuffle like more than I should. So. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm interested now. What's his other? Yeah, well, slang? I, it's it, half of it was like hockey shit that I've never heard of before. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, he used like some other like. Not really Toronto slang. Also, did you know Toronto is called The Six? Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's a Drake song. Right? Yeah. yeah. Once, Anupi and I looked up Toronto slang. Oh, we did. And um, I never used any of the yeah. fucking words on that list. Do you remember any of them? No. It's been a year. Um, There I was have... one for, like, <laughs> when, you, when you're going to fight someone or, like, when you're getting heated yeah. and are you... I forgot what it was, though. <laughs> Will Arnett mentioned one, like, in hockey, if, like, two teams are getting kind of heated, they're beaking at each other. What? Or chirping at each other. What? Mm? <laughs> wow. I watched hockey for one whole season, guys, <laughs> and I never heard either of those words used. We use hat trick on here a lot. Yeah. That hat tricks, yeah. Normal. Normal. But yeah. is that a Canadian thing? No, or is no that it's just a hockey thing. It's I don't. It's an think, English thing. I don't even think it's a hockey thing. I think it's multiple sports. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Three in a row. Yeah. He also mentioned Chesterfield. Really? Which I, is a couch. I use that all the time. I've never. Isn't that a Chester place Field. in UK? Chesterfield. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I'm uh, going to Chesterfield. <laughs> you want to call me to Buckinghamshire? <laughs> Yeah, my grandma says that a lot, so I say that. Mm. Chesterfield. Like a sofa, like a couch. Oh. Yeah. It's like a grandma sofa. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What else? Um, well, toque. I say beanie. Yeah. But, you know, apparently some people say toque. He's from Toronto, right? Will Arnett? Yeah. He said he grew up in Toronto, but his parents are from Winnipeg, aka The Peg. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, what? 
that's given a whole new meaning to the word pegging. <laughs> uh, that was apparently one of the slang words was the peg for Winnipeg. Christ! His will are not fucking with us. He's so funny. <laughs> I never heard any of that. Anyway, so the grandma and these two kids are in a little kerfuffle, and <laughs> the the guy that's asking for beer is like, oh, I'm not afraid to hit a girl. And then the grandma's like, neither am I. And she punches him. Nice. I thought that was, oh, you know, yeah. peak. Great. Peak. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and then probably my my favorite one. Oh, yeah. I only have two. This is Oh, the <laughs> but I thought this was going to be a long list. Oh, no. This is just the other one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but it was after they crashed the, the ski-doo or the jet ski, whatever it's called. Um, They were trying to return it at the beach house place. And there's this employee there that was arguing with them. And when they decided that we're just going to take the Ski-Doo with us, they left. And then the guy at the the shack was wearing a muscle shirt. And the <laughs> grandma turned to him and was like, muscle shirts are for muscles. <laughs> oh! Oh, she also knocked something over one of the displays. <laughs> so you can drink for that one. Uh, those were great. Chef kiss. Very nice. 10 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Maybe nine out of ten. <laughs> it's still up there. <laughs> can we can we talk about the characters? Yes, let's. for uh, one second, maybe more, maybe five <laughs> seconds. None of the characters in this movie, to me, aside from Bobby, were very likable. No, they were all um, assholes. <laughs> and I get that we see Tammy because. Literally, the whole movie is a series of fights that Tammy gets into with other mm-hmm. people, usually people who are just trying to do their jobs. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I get that she's having a bad day, but also, I kind of wanted a reason to root for her, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really getting one. Yeah. Um, also, the grandma, kind of an asshole also. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, she had some good lines, but... Um, she tried to sleep with Tammy's dad. Yeah. That's insane. She locked Tammy out of the motel while she was, like, boinking uh, Earl. Ooh. That's not good. I don't know. I was thinking, like, even though this is about Tammy having a bad day, it would have been so much better to change one thing about Tammy. And if she was an optimist instead of a pessimist, and she wanted good things to happen to her, that would have made the movie so much better. Yeah, maybe more like, likable. Yeah, or if she chose to take the grandma with her on the trip instead of being stuck with the grandma and she kept having to say, like, oh, I'm stuck with you and blah, blah, blah. Like, um, I don't really like her for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. There wasn't really... But here's my argument. Okay. I think, like, this movie, they kind of intended it to be kind of stupid and dumb for humor reasons, mm-hmm. right? Because normally, a movie that was made with the same plot but, like, done well would mm-hmm. be, like, a feminist movie where, like, the grandma gives life lessons to the granddaughter and helps her out mm-hmm. and is more, like, nurturing and nice rather than trying <laughs> yes. to steal her dad. Yeah. You know, but I think they made it garbage for humor reasons. Yeah. That's what I felt. That's true. But... You can do things for humor reasons that also help the narrative and help the audience Ah. uh, instead of just doing them for the sake of humor. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was thinking, I don't know if you guys have seen either of these movies, but uh, if you know Planes, Trains, and Automobiles or Due Date, which is kind of like a remake of Planes, Trains, and (laughs) (laughs) Automobiles. So let me just get into this because I love both these movies. So Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, they have the same plot. 
It's about uh, these two guys, and in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Steve Martin is kind of this uptight businessman, and he's in a different city, and he has to get back to his family for Thanksgiving, but all the flights are delayed because uh, it's snowing a lot, so he has to, like, use a number of planes, trains, and automobiles of different ways to to get there. Mm. Um, He wants to rent a car, but this dude, John Candy, who he's been, like, bumping into this whole time and kind of, like, fucking up his plans the whole way... Um, he took the last car at the rental place. So they have to travel together. John Candy's like, oh man, I'm going the same way. Like, I'll, I'll give you a ride. Like, no big, if you've seen the last season of How I Met Your Mother, I think Marshall does this with some random lady. I don't know why. I remember. Mm. <laughs> um, so they have to go together on the trip and they kind of hate each other at first, but then they grow to like each other. Oh, okay. But the thing about those movies, and it's the same plot for both of them, the difference is that in those movies, there's the grumpy high strung one, which is Steve Martin playing trains and automobiles, and it's Robert Downey Jr. in um, <gasps> uh, Due Date. RDG, RDJ, RDJ is in it. Oh my god! And then, but there's also the dumb, goofy, but well-meaning one who unintentionally fucks things up for the other <laughs> one, who's John Candy or Zach Galifianakis is in the one with Robert Downey. It's such a good movie, dude. You should watch that. Oh my god. Um. So everyone has someone that they can root for. If you've been on right. on a plane with someone who like won't shut up and like blah mm-hmm. blah, then you're probably gonna root for the high strung guy who just like just wants to get home. <laughs> um, but if you like kind of take your time with your trips and you know this guy is just like shut up all the time, like <laughs> blah, blah blah, then you're probably gonna root for Zach Galifianakis or John Candy. So like everybody has, or in different moments, like you switch between the two, and that's why the movie is so good because. You like these characters, even if they are grumpy and even if they are mean, they do things for each other that are nice. But in this movie, all the characters are kind of the same and all all of them just happen to be assholes. So it's harder for you to want them to achieve their goals, you know? Yeah. So, and then if there's no personal investment in the characters, then there's no stakes. And if there's no stakes, then the movie is pointless because you don't care whether they Mm -hmm. achieve their objectives or not. And by the way, this movie has such unclear objectives. Yeah. Because the grandma wants to go to Niagara Falls, but then that's kind of an afterthought. Tammy wants to get out of town, but we don't ever know where she wants to go or why she wants to get out of town. It's even kind of unclear whether she wants to just move out of town or if she just wants to get away for a bit. Like, yeah. Like, clear kind of on her objective of anything. It's mainly just what the grandma wants to do. Mm-hmm. And oh, let me just talk about due date for, like, one second, because yeah, I yeah. love this movie. So what Robert Downey Jr. is doing, he's like this big businessman, um, and he, his wife is pregnant, and she's going into delivery in like a couple days, so he like has to get home before his baby's born. Uh, what Zach Galifianakis is doing is, he was in the same town because it was his dad's funeral, and he has his dad, his ashes, in a coffee can, and he's like, my dad always wanted to go to the Grand Canyon, and he wanted me to like sprinkle his ashes, blah, 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 so like even if he never saw it, like I want to go to the Grand Canyon. Um, and there's this one scene in the movie, it's not that much of a spoiler, where, um, Zach, they're at a motel, Zach Galifianakis is in the bathroom, Zach Galifianakis is the one with the car, and that's why Robert Downey Jr. is stuck with him. So, Zach goes to the bathroom, Robert Downey Jr. is left with the car, the, the keys are in the car, he's like, shit, I can just leave him! So he goes in the car, he, like, starts driving, he looks over the passenger seat, and he sees the dude's dad's ashes there, oh. and he's like, Fuck! So he has to, like, buy coffee on the way and then, like, go go back to Zach Galifianakis and Zach's like, oh my god, man, I thought you were gonna, you were gonna leave me here. And he's like, nah, he's just buying coffee. Oh. Like, don't even worry about it. 
But, like, they always have a reason to be, like, stuck together. And I think that's what this movie was trying to do with the mom calling about the meds. But then that never really panned out into anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. So, yeah. That's... I have a, a similar point. I, am, I love everything that you brought up. Because it's all absolutely true. Similarly... Ooh, ooh, I love throwing in those essay words. <laughs> Furthermore. In addition. Moreover. <laughs> Therefore. But if you've ever seen, it's another great, I'm going to say a road trip film. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bean's Holiday. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> excellent. I love that movie. So it's my favorite Mr. Bean skit. <laughs> yes. But it's got a clear objective where Mr. Bean has this kid that he needs to take care of because um, the kid got left on a train and his Mm. parents didn't get in on time. So the whole point of the movie is that Mr. Bean is trying to return this kid to his parents. Um, So they're they're trying to get from wherever the train started to where the train was eventually going to go. But the Mr. Bean doesn't have the full phone number of the dad ah. that he's trying to return the kid to. So they're like, the whole movie, they're like stopping at different locations, having little goofs. <laughs> but then they also tie it into the point of the movie, which is bringing the kid back to the dad by having them just something little, like having the kid or Mr. Bean call different variations of the phone number to try to get in contact with the dad. Uh-huh. So they're, they're bringing it back a lot, which is something that this movie didn't do, is yeah, the point was... Tammy trying to get out of town, or the grandma trying to go to Niagara Falls, but you never got that. It's even, like, doing this podcast. It was, like, the end of the breakdown. We were like, oh, oh yeah! yeah! They're supposed to go to Niagara Falls! <laughs> Which is not good if you don't keep up your main motivations for your characters. And this is also, like, in a lot of dumb comedies like this, or Due Date, or Played Strains and Automobiles, the plot of the movie should be so simple that you should keep up with it like guy has to go home in time for his wife to deliver their baby blah 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 blah. but this one i'm like okay so i kind of know what's happening but i don't really know like even as an airplane movie or whatever this is it's (laughs) so unnecessarily complicated because they keep throwing in more conflicts for them to resolve and then they're like but then they don't go back to the main conflict which is are they gonna get to niagara falls or not so, like, I'm like, okay, this movie is so disorganized. Yeah. I don't really know what the point of it is or what message they're trying to send. Even the secondary conflict, which is the fact that the grandma has a whole bunch of diseases or whatever, uh, and she missed her pills, that's never resolved or brought up again, aside for a, a reason for Tammy to come back to the grandma. So, even at the end, when we thought the grandma was dead, Tammy's never like, oh, I better go get those pills again so grandma doesn't actually die. It's never brought up again. Also, her alcoholism is like, (laughs) oh, big thing. Tammy's like, oh, we got to crack down on this. You can't be drinking no more, grandma. And then at the end, grandma's like, oh, it's all good. Like, It's not like she resolved to not drink anymore or anything. She just kind of forgave her grandma and then it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they kind of like... It wasn't that they left a lot of loose ends. It was just like they kind of wrapped things up really quickly. Like, yeah, they, not not in a satisfying yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even in Mr. Bean's Holiday, for example, Mr. Bean and the kid have a similar goal. They have to return the kid to the dad. But throughout the movie, and there's also like a girl there, and the the three of them, Mr. Bean, the kid, and the other girl, 
don't know each other at the beginning, but they slowly get a lot closer and they share things about themselves and they go through goofs so that they have to, to get out of different situations and they get closer because of it. But for this movie, we start off with Tammy and the grandma, you know, they're related, but they're kind of close. They share some stuff, but they're also super mean to each other. And at the end, they're in the exact same spot. Yeah. They were mean to Nothing each other changed. and they apologize. And that's the big... They're still the same. And the whole thing is, Tammy said, after the grandma said all that mean shit, and then Joe from the office was talking to her, she's like, oh, you need to get your shit together. Tammy's talking to Bobby, and she's like, you know what, she was mean, but she's right, I need to get my shit together, I need to get my own place, I need to move on from my asshole ex, I need to do all these things. But then, she doesn't do any of that in the actual movie, they have to leave it for the one minute end credit scene where she just, she, we don't even see it. She just says, oh, I have a house now, I have a job, and blah, blah, blah. So, like, what? Which is the point of the movie. That's like having an end game, <laughs> having, uh, you know, the whole movie be about the, the Avengers, like, bitching about how they lost to Thanos, and then cutting to one year later. And it's them Captain being America. like... Captain <laughs> America. them being oh, like... Oh, it's so sad. Tony died way back when, and all <laughs> this happened, and then Thanos snapped, but we don't ever see it, right? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. them being like, oh, man, that that sucked the whole thing with Thanos, but it's okay now. We got the stones back. And you're like, that, that was the point of the movie, that you didn't show it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we didn't really get... Like, we got closure in air quotes, but yeah. we didn't really get close. And, like, nothing happened in this movie. They could have easily had the last half hours her getting her shit together and her grandma also. So taking <laughs> everything that we've just said, what could have made this movie better? Oh, like, everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like your point before about having them, maybe there's not enough gas, or the car's about to break down, and they have to choose whether to do where Tammy wants to go, where the grandma wants to go. Yeah. Tammy should have something in mind Somewhere she wants to go or have some sort of goal that maybe differentiates from the grandma, but she needs to rely on the grandma because the grandma has money. Mm-hmm. They start off maybe not so close, and then throughout the movie, they maybe figure out that maybe their goals aren't so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somewhere they should do like literally people. before and after the writer should just sit down and be like, before these two people don't like each other, in the end, we want them to like each other, then fill in the middle. Yeah. Also, I didn't really. <laughs> get the whole relationship between her and Bobby because when they were talking before at the party she's like oh nah she, I don't, she tried I don't... to kiss him aggressively oh yeah, yeah okay so that was the whole let's question do mark the timeline of their relationship okay so uh in the first scene that they meet at the bar he goes to the bathroom and she thinks it's kind of like her cue to follow him to the bathroom so she kisses him in that scene so she's into him scene number one she's into him later when they're at the party and then all the scenes between that and the party, yeah. she's into him. At the party, uh, he's like, oh, you know, blah, blah, flirting, flirting. And she's like, you know what, nah, I'm still technically married. I don't want this. So <laughs> how did we get from her wanting it to her You not? should have shown the conflict <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. And then at the end, she kisses him again, or he kisses her, or whatever. And all of that is resolved, except I, like... Are you still organization. Yeah, just, it's so disorganized. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know why things are happening. There's no motivation behind a lot of the things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things just don't have much logic behind them. Where (laughs) when you start to think about it, you're like, wait a minute, she's still married. Why would she? That was the whole thing. She didn't want to kiss him in the end because she was still married. Have a scene in there of her, like, bringing home a divorce paper or having one line to her husband being like, I'm so glad we're divorced now or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Or, yeah, even when her dad is picking her up from the jail, he could, like, bring the divorce papers and, like, oh, you're actually... You need to sign this Yeah, I need you to sign this, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Nope, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any other points on characters or anything? Uh, I will say, though, I think Anupia mentioned it. I don't know if it was on or off the podcast, but you said the music was good. The music was so good. Yeah, I have they to had bomb ass like the opening song when she's on the in the car like driving. That was a song Jensen Ackles <laughs> covered in a oh supernatural convention. <laughs> so I was like singing along to it. I'm like, I love this shit and thrift shop. <laughs> yes. And then the final song, which I forget, was also very good. The end credit song. Oh, I don't remember, remember the that ambient one. music. I really like. It's good. The music was good. The only song I didn't like was that like no offense, but the country song in the bar. Not my thing. Oh, yeah. But everything else, I was really into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All I really have to say is she wears Crocs for the whole movie. (laughs) Jesus Christ. In the beginning, when she's (laughs) on the kitchen and she's packing her, like, stuff to leave her ex-husband, she, like, jumps on the floor and then rolls over. That's another bit of, like, fat joke we did not need. Zoinks, man. But how did she get on top? And if she can't, I don't understand. I I don't know. (laughs) But the Crocs are funny. <laughs> she, that's the kind of quality movie we have. Mm-hmm. She's wearing Crocs for the whole movie. This is like the Crocs of her filmography. I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's it's there. I feel like she's done worse, but yeah, this yeah. could be the Crocs. I mean, I don't know if y'all are going to agree with me. Uggs are worse than Crocs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. She's got some Uggs. She's got some Uggs. In yeah. her history. <laughs> but, you know, Crocs are this was a, a little croc. higher than yeah. an Ugg. Yeah, yeah. But they ain't no Converse. <laughs> they ain't no... High heels or whatever. Louboutins. No. Yeah. Nothing like that. Yeah. Um, ain't no Gucci slides. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no Gucci slides. <laughs> Y'all, I didn't laugh a lot in this movie. I did laugh when she went right next door to her mom's house. <laughs> I laughed more than I thought I would. I really? laughed. I actually laughed. You know when she like fights with the out. two teenagers and the, and the swearing thing? That was funny. <laughs> and whenever Melissa McCarthy's pissed off at anybody and just keeps going at them with insults. I know, but that's kind of like the only joke that she does other than the fat jokes yeah oh. like that's kind of i feel like she could play a different character sometimes because, <laughs> you know she is she's one of those actors that play themselves and that's all fine and good but you know sometimes you gotta mix it up a little to keep people on their toes she was a little bit toned down from like from bridesmaids to this like right. she's a bit of a, a nicer sweeter character she, you know still a little still the same i mean but like, <laughs> you know, I feel like her character was... Heart of gold type of thing. Yeah, heart of gold, but also still pretty vulgar, you know? I don't know. I laughed more than I thought I would. Not a ton, but... After R.I.P.D., I had very low expectations. <laughs> so I laughed more than R.I.P.D. <laughs> I don't know. It's just there wasn't any character development. So I was For like, sure. I really don't care about her as a character. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have. Do you guys have anything else to add? Mm-mm. Let's no. get into the reviews and actually wait. I have some trivia. Oh. <gasps> got four points of trivia. Got from IMDb. <laughs> Apparently, the amount of money that Susan Sarandon says she has is $6,700, which is the same amount she had in Thelma and Louise, which is another road trip movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, she also drinks Wild Turkey, which is the same brand that she drinks in Thelma and Louise. <laughs> fucking Thelma and Louise. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I guess they kind of, that's one of the reasons why they wanted to hire Susan Sarandon is because she was in another road trip movie. Road trip movie? I don't know. Betty White would have been better. <laughs> yeah, Betty White would have been. Betty, next time, you and Melissa gotta Maybe call each other the same out. Maybe the same universe. Maybe the grandma changed her name. 
move to a different city? Oh, after she died at the end? <laughs> <laughs> after she uh, flew off that cliff? No, Betty White can fake death. Like, in the proposal, she fakes her death. In, oh, the, in the flight. Yeah. She's literally perfect. Okay. I'm upset. Now I'm upset. Why is Betty White not in this movie? Another trivia... The plot was based on a dream that Ben Falcone had, dreaming about his wife Melissa McCarthy as a fast food worker whose life is falling apart. Uh, the two later wrote plot points on napkins before developing the screenplay. That means something, and it's not yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't got no dream journal on me, but <laughs> that's bad. Married, yeah. And imagine if you were married to someone and they woke up and they're like, "Yo, babe." Listen to this dream I had. You were working at, like, fucking McDonald's. Minimum wage job. I left you. Some other shit happened. You crashed your car. I don't know. I think this should be a movie. Susan Sarandon was in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, like, your grandma or something. Jima. Jima. She was trying to sleep with your dad. Not your mommy, though. And that was the last one. It wasn't that great. You used it up. Uh, last trivia is there's only 24 years age difference between Melissa McCarthy and Susan Sarandon and there's only 11 between uh Alice and Janney who plays the mom and Susan Sarandon damn again Betty White where's she at where's she at like what's she up to these days she's, she's like 90 she's not on Golden <laughs> Girls anymore like is she doing stuff can we call her up <laughs> yeah she, she's got like nothing better to do come on Betty Put it in her dentures. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have some IMDb reviews here that we're going to read out for you. The first one I have is by user TrueBlue215. Their tagline is terrible, and they gave it a Oof. 1 out of 10 stars. Aww. Tammy features Melissa McCarthy as herself, or so it seems. The idea that we must buy into this woman <laughs> gorging herself with Cheetos and Doritos for the entire length of a feature film is utter torture. Tammy just limps into gear, act after act, it feels like the same joke over and over again. We get it, McCarthy is overweight and has a foul mouth. We knew it in Bridesmaids, we knew it in The Heat, and we knew it very well in Identity Theft. Oh, I saw that one. <laughs> How was that one? Um, pretty bad. Should we add it to the list? Oh, wait, no, that's not the one I saw. The that's... one I saw was Spy. Oh. I wanted to see movie. Spy. Is Spy bad? Yeah, it was pretty oh. bad. <laughs> oh, you saw, um, wait, did you see Identity Theft? No, I didn't oh. see that one. Oh, okay. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> with the Cheetos thing, by the way. That oh, was yeah. the last line of the movie. She's like, we're gonna have Cheetos Oh yeah, or and, something. Then he, and then Bobby brings some to Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> and they throw a commemorative Cheeto into the water. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen, but it should. <laughs> Why should we care to see it again in a film that is, quite honestly, one of the worst films I've seen all year? The answer is we shouldn't. Tammy boasts a pretty good cast from Susan Sarandon to Kathy Bates and Tony Collette. It has all the instruments to make a pretty good film, except uh, it's not. <laughs> Tammy is a terrible film that keeps us in first gear and never moves and feels three hours longer than it actually is. <laughs> the jokes are stale, the acting is wooden, and the plot is so ridiculous and unfunny. I'm surprised they didn't make it a family drama. Kind of was, but... Yeah. It should have been. I think it's uh, marketed as romantic comedy, and I'm like... What? what? Oh, she yeah. didn't even want to get with the guy. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> On my long list of problems with this movie, my number one is McCarthy. Ooh. Anupia, hold back a moment. Oh my god. <laughs> now, I personally have enjoyed McCarthy over the last four years. A couple funny movies and a great sitcom. She usually is good. However, her performance as Tammy is stale and boring. 
The one thing in particular that really sets me off is the fact that Tammy is portrayed as a complete pig, and yet she lives in a decent place that is clean? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. Susan Sarandon is wooden, overplaying the typical grandmother, saying outrageous things all while teaching her grandbabies something special and witty. It doesn't happen here. Quite frankly, Tammy is like a long and drawn out trailer park adventure that teases an exit while you're on the verge of insanity <laughs> with every second that passes. Overall, stay far, far away from this film. It isn't even worth a rental. Even if you're madly in love with McCarthy and you love her humor, you will still hate this film. That Man. was like, I would give that review a 9 out of 10. <laughs> How much know, did they give it? Even, even though they went off on... No, I, I feel like it's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They gave it a 1 out of 10. Ooh. Except the last line, I, I agree with everything. Yeah. <laughs> even like, McCarthy's in funny. I'm like, she, she, uh, some jokes. <laughs> How many people found that helpful? 189 <laughs> out of 283. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> we have another review here. Um, Which I will read. So this review is by Mr. Kyle Olson, and it's titled Terrible Tammy, uh, rating 1 out of 10. And it starts with spoiler alert. When the credits said written by Melissa McCarthy, produced by Melissa McCarthy at the very beginning, I knew I should have sneaked alcohol into the theater to get through it. <laughs> Whoa, first of all. Okay. Getting fired at a fast food joint and coming home to a cheating husband, Tammy decides to join up with her alcoholic, diabetic, drug-using grandma to Niagara Falls. Ni not Niagara, Niagara. There's uh, no A. Uh -huh. Very important. <laughs> Seriously, that is the plot of the movie. Every pathetic conflict that Tammy throws at us is resolved 30 seconds later. That's so true. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Jet ski crashes into Pia, shown in preview, question mark. Oh well, not a problem. We will buy the jet ski. Grandma drinking and thrown in jail and have no money to bail her out. Bailed out by a random guy who Tammy talked to her at a dive bar in Louisville. Going to jail because Tammy robbed a fast food joint with a gun? Shown in preview, question mark. <laughs> no problem. Just jump cut instantly to Tammy being released and everyone doesn't care. And there's a love interest in this movie and it is so poorly done. I can't explain it because it just made me salty. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to simply put it, there's a better love story in The Expendables than this. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, okay. <sighs> Melissa McCarthy's Tammy is the same as Chris Farley at the end of his journey doing Beverly Hills Ninja. I haven't seen that. Same. Um, an overweight actor who was funny the first time we saw him rolled around for a bit to get us to laugh. Except I didn't laugh at Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> Please save your money, wait for it to come to Redbox, rent it, and destroy it. Oh my god. <laughs> that is the only way our society will move on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yikes. Oh man. Have you guys seen The Expendables? No. No, me neither. First I, I wish one. I knew. Is There's it, more than one, right? Is it good? Got some good romance in it? I remember uh, about nothing. So, <laughs> Like, what is it about? What genre? It's like a shoot 'em up, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Like Fast Furious? Well, less cars. But... Yeah. Oh, okay. Something like that. <laughs> We also have some letterboxed reviews that I'm going to read out. Uh, the first one is from Sienna D, who gave it half a star out of five stars. And Sienna says, this isn't funny, but it is one big joke. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the second review is by Miranda, who also gave it half a star out of five. Miranda says, yuck. Nicely said. <laughs> Essay word. <laughs> <laughs> Exceptionally said. <laughs> Superbly said. Ooh. In conclusion, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ta 
back to the beginning. Hamburg, I say model. This review is by Blaine Lamada, who gave it one star out of five. Is this seriously the best they could come up with? I honestly have no idea what the fuck this film was trying to accomplish. It's tonally messy, tragically unfunny, and incredibly monotonous in execution. It doesn't work as a comedy or as a serious character drama. Melissa McCarthy and Susan Sarandon are decent, I suppose. The praise ends there, dot dot dot. I hated this train wreck. (laughs) Oh, boy. Some choice words. Now, this one is written very interestingly. Okay. And I feel like, also, this review by MVP, i.e. film fan, um, gave it five out of five stars. The way that it's written is, I feel like they were drunk. Okay. So the way that I will read it, I feel it's only good. (laughs) Really reasonable choice here to read it. Like Tammy's grandmother. I'm so ready. Take one. Listen. This film, Tammy, (laughs) is one of the best films in this era. It's classy, elegant humor, and dramatic, heartwarming praise. Nope, that's wrong. (laughs) That's how a drunk person would read it. That's how a drunk person would read it. I can't act and read at the same time. And dramatic, heartwarming scenes highlight Melissa McCarthy's ability to express an idea or lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Are we still an English podcast? (laughs) But also make up to possibly thousands laugh at the same time. (laughs) This movie is fun for the whole family. (laughs) H-O-L-E. Oh. Whether, like outside, whether you are 7 or 70 or even 17, this film will make you laugh, make you cry, and even make you think along the way. To be perfectly honest, I would consider this film the same standard as something like Pulp Fiction or even The Godfather. And that's kinetically, dynamically, and all around goodly. <laughs> Watch out, Steven Stylberg. <laughs> Tammy the sequel <laughs> will be coming for your awards. Peace out. <laughs> was there a, was there any key broken by any chance? <laughs> if, if y'all want to see, I want to read it. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, this person was definitely drunk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You weren't even, like, doing a drunk person accent or anything. You're reading as it I'm is. I'm just reading it. <laughs> and that's kinetically... Yeah, I think their end is broken. Kinetically? Dynatically? <laughs> hey, Steven Stanberg. Tell me the sequel. We'll be coming for your award is. Oh my god. That's our favorite review of all time. No, the M works. They got Tammy, right? They didn't say Tammy. <laughs> is the movie Tammy? Melissa and McCarthy. <laughs> oh, here, I'll take that from you. <laughs> that was the last review. Save the best for last for y'all. Mm, very nice. <sighs> Let's get into our reviews now. So if you're new to this podcast, we rate all the movies that we watch on what we call the Goldblum scale, which is a scale of bad movies. Basically, uh, one out of ten Goldblums 
is like so bad I could barely finish it. And 10 out of 10 is like, for a bad movie, honestly not that bad. Okay. Anupia, you picked this movie. You like Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think of it? If you give it a 1 to 10 rating. You know, I came in thinking it would be a 10 gold bloom, <laughs> but after listening to all these reviews and seeing how actually disorganized the plot is, I will have to bump it down to a strong 8. Ah, <laughs> I'm so blooms. sorry, man. Oh, man. <laughs> That's my review. 8 out of 10. Okay. Jeff Goldblum's. <laughs> Ashley, your turn? Yeah, you know what? thing is, I actually did laugh. Like, a lot more than I laughed in any other movie that we've watched here. I like Melissa McCarthy. I think she did a okay job here. Um, I agree that the plot was very questionable. There were a lot of things that they could have done better. But I don't think it was awful. I think if you want to see it, go ahead and see it. If it's not really and it's not what you want to watch, you could totally skip it. Um, I'm going to give it in the middle. I'd say a solid five. Nice. Okay. And guys, I feel bad now. <laughs> I'm so it sorry. It cannot be a one. If you're listening, Melissa McCarthy. It just was so disjointed and disorganized. There was no character development. I'll admit the music was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, she was wearing Crocs the whole movie. <laughs> I could not focus on How many gold else. blooms does that have? <laughs> That's a negative to... six. Oh, no. Um... I feel like this movie had been done before in so many better ways. Y'all should go watch Due Date. I love that. Uh, you should watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Whatever. But this one just didn't do it for me, man. I'm going to give it a two. Okay, you know this what? is not a one. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. It's not a very original plot idea, and there are movies that have done it a lot better. Even so, like, I don't mind that it's like not... Like, two women on a road trip? I haven't seen that. Thelma and Louise. Oh. <laughs> but even if it's not original, I, I don't really care about that. It's just, like, I don't really care about the characters. Mm. You know, they didn't make me want to root for them or have them achieve their goals or any of that. Yeah. So, also, like, she didn't get her fucking grandma the meds. Yeah. And her Hashtag just meds like... for grandma. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just, just a two from me. Two, five, eight. That averages to a five. I was right, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That quick math. We we don't usually do that on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys have seen this movie and you want to prove us wrong, mostly me, (laughs) or if you have any other movies to recommend, you can find us. uh, We have a Gmail. Our Gmail is badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter and Letterboxd. They're both at BMS Podcast. So you can hit us up anytime. Do you have anything you want to promote, by the way? I am Anupapaya on all accounts. So if you're interested in seeing me dance, because that's what this podcast is all about. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, she's such a good dancer. Y'all should check her out. Give her a follow. I'm on Insta, Anupapaya. So it's A-N-U and then Papaya. Nice. That's such a cute username. Sweet. Oh. Yeah. Sweet like a papaya. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and as for the rest of you, we'll see you next, next week. I'm Amy. I'm Ashley. And I'm Anupia. Peace.